0: Hello and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast. My name is Sigulyn, and I'm going to be your host for the duration of the existence of this podcast. That was a very long and wordy sentence. But then again, I like words. I studied words. I've been learning and practicing languages since a very young age. I think there is something truly powerful in the art of expression, in finding the right words in order to describe something, in giving into exploration to just go and expand your knowledge of vocabulary your knowledge of char lexical as we call it so word families in english words have power they just do they just do there's a reason why when we're working on our mindset and we're trying to feed positivity and confidence to ourselves, we ban a certain amount of vocabulary and we invite some other words. There is a reason why we associate abracadabra with magic. In the eye of the public, it is the magic formula that triggers the magic. When we read, I don't know, Shakespeare, when we listen to musicals, to rap, to hip hop, to any type of music, when we give in to poetry, There is something that resonates within us. These words are responsible for an emotion you'll be feeling. And the reason quite often we end up with such a strong feeling or connection to a piece of art, be it in the written, the spoken word, or even the drawn, it is because the language used during the creation process was true to the artists, was true to the essence of the artist. And that's something I love getting out of people. Taking a creator on a journey through self-expression. What words do you like using? Do you have a theme of preference? What would happen if we were to remove some of the noise within your language? What would happen if we asked some further questions? What if we dove a bit more into the language you use on a daily basis and in art? Because these two are interlinked. You can't just You can't put your art in a box on one side and your life on the other. In the same way that you can't put work into a box and then life just on the side. Everything is connected. You have to look at things from a holistic point of view. Because if you didn't sleep well the night before going into your 8am shift at work, when, I don't know, you're doing data entry for a very big financial company, let's, let's imagine that, it's not going to be the same. It, can be your passion. Let's say data entry is your passion and it's something that normally you thrive off. You didn't get a good night of sleep the night before. Are you going to be as efficient? Are you going to enjoy it as much? We need to acknowledge that everything that happens within our lives has an impact on what we do, has an impact on how we're going to respond to certain situations. Any other day, maybe we would have reacted truer to ourselves but because something happened because we didn't get a good night of sleep because we didn't hear the alarm clock in the morning the day didn't feel right and therefore the work I do even if I am passionate about will not feel right either my relationship with this action with my work with my art has been affected by my life by something that has nothing to do with my work Everything we experience in life infiltrates itself in what we do, in what we create. We are the sum of everything we experience in life. That's just a fact. The vocabulary we use, the words we enjoy using, because let's be honest, I mean, I know I'm a linguist and a little bit of a nerd on the edges. And I say this with a badge of honor being a nerd. I'm just extremely passionate about so many things, so many things, because I find beauty and language, and sound, and textures, and flavors, in thousands, and millions of things. And it's okay to be interested in everything. It's okay to be passionate about many things. It's okay to be passionate about the idea of passion, of having a passion, because our passions are just an extension of ourselves, an extension of our values, of what we think is our truth, of what we end up being proud of, of what we wear as a badge of honour. So to wind back, we are the sum of everything we experience. Our vocabulary is the average of the books we read, the things we hear, be it on the radio, in music, on television, but also in the conversations we have with our relatives, our co-workers, our fellow artists. All of this help us every day, get a little bit closer to our voice. If you take all of these elements and put them together, add a sprinkle of free thinking, of your way of digesting these elements, and there you have it, your voice, how you express things, how you feel and communicate the feelings through your creation. When I say creation, you have to understand that I believe there is art in everything, even in mathematics, and Lord knows I was not fond of mathematics when I was younger. There is art in everything. Whatever it is you're passionate about, whatever it is that lights up a fire within you, that is your art. If you feel this surge of creation when you're doing data entry, that's your calling. That's great. It's for you if you're feeling this creative surge when you're coming up with a new dish for the restaurant that you work at, that's your voice speaking through. And it doesn't even have to be for the restaurant. I don't work in a restaurant and I cook quite a lot just because I love to experiment, to play around with flavours. If you're getting that fire, that rise when you're speaking up to someone, when you're assisting someone, coaching them, through a difficult situation, through a transformational, through a pivotal moment in their lives, then that's your calling, that is your voice, that is the extension of who you are underneath. However, on this road to self-expression, on this road to share our thoughts, our beliefs, our values, our passions, and essentially, a part of ourselves, a part of who we are, our craft, we encounter hurdles. Creative spirits and artists end up having to fight a lot in their lives. There's different battles being fought. You have, you have the battle with ourselves because we fear of what our relatives, our friends, but also the world could say if they saw what we'd created, if they had tasted our recipe, if they had read the words we came up with, if they had seen our painting. There's the battle with ourselves because we fear the judgment of others There's the battle with ourselves because we are our worst critique and we will always see the flaws in something even if everyone else around us doesn't see those things. But we'll end up focusing a lot on the tiny details. On the things we felt we failed at. Being a creative, being an artist is entertaining a constant relationship with failure. It is going on a hero's journey every single time we go into a project, we dive into the creative realm. And gradually, as artists, as creatives, as we allow ourselves to go through the transformation cloud, to go to, like Indiana Jones, to the end of that temple, to get the treasure, the statuette, and then make our run for it, to escape, to run away from what we've just caused, but not to run away because we're scared, but because we know we've nearly made it, and we will run to get to the finish line. Back in the village, we bring the statue to the people who were missing it, and as the hero, the time has come for us to make peace with something, see if we've actually learned the lesson. If maybe the powers we were refusing, maybe the art that we did not deem fit to be considered art feels different now. What truth is it we see in it now? And why is it we couldn't see it before? Well, because we hadn't gone on that adventure. Adventures are scary, but they're also very grounding. Bear with me on that. (laughs) When you don't know the ground you're treading on, You walk slower. Your feet sink a little bit more into the ground because they have to learn how to grip this new terrain, how to interact with it. Therefore, we're a lot more focused. And this focus, this awareness we have of our surroundings, of the movements we're doing, of the words we're using, this is the transformation period. This is the learning curve. Next time you're struggling with a project, imagine you are on an adventure. For those of you who've seen the Hobbit films, literally say out loud, I'm going on an adventure and my adventure is this. And then name your quest, hero. What is your quest? What are you attempting to do? What are you trying to achieve? Where are you traveling? And then visualize the road. Is it sinuous? Is it wide? Is it on top of a cliff? Is there a sea nearby, a forest? Where are you? And follow the path. Follow the path and see where it takes you. But like every hero on a journey, the enemies and friends, the hurdles and the moments of rest you'll encounter are all here to shape you. Even the bad. I know, it's not necessarily something (laughs) you want to hear. It's not necessarily something we're at peace with. However, embracing even the lows, being thankful for the friends we make along the way, for the strokes of luck, for the creative flow, all of this helps us make it to the end of the line, achieve what we wanted to achieve. All of this helps us unlock the door to our own expression, whilst learning how to tame our stress, how to give in to moments of flow, of bliss, treasure these moments, and remember them when times are hard, when anxiety is kicking in, when your inner critique is being really loud, when the voice at the back of your head who's telling you you're not good enough or whatever you're trying to create, somebody else has done it before and better than you. Having taken the time to appreciate and study because everything you will have experienced, the good, the bad, will have given you something more. They will have given you confidence. They will have taught you how to use your tools how to interact with your fears, with your stress. And next time you'll go on an adventure, you'll be able to turn around, thank the fear, thank the critique, thank the stress for trying to help. But you'll also be capable of telling them that right now you've got this, that they were there on the previous adventures and they have seen you thrive. They have seen you give in to your expression give in to creativity, give birth to your project. And this was your first episode of the Atful Athlete podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Next episode, we'll be talking about the art of embracing damage, also known as kintsugi. Have a lovely day, and I'll speak to you soon.